Hello, it's David Perlman here uh, for the Whole Note Studio. My my guest today is Saruj Krajian, who is uh, one of the three artistic directors of Amici. Um, you're the new kid on the block with Amici, oh, relatively yeah. speaking. <laughs> uh, David Hetherington and Joaquin Valdepeñas have been with the group from from its inception, haven't they? Yes. Along with Patricia Parr, yes. who was the original keyboard anchor mm -hmm. for the group, and that is your that is your role now. The, yes. You're the pianist in the group. How many years is it now with Amici for you? This will be uh, the fifth season. For I'm you. For me. Wow. Time flies quickly. Yes. Too fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember years ago talking to Patricia about the group and talking about the, the name of the group, Amici. And uh, um, on the one hand, you are a trio, but it's an unusual combination of instruments. It, it, it's not as stable a configuration as a piano trio, is it? I think at the very start, there was a practical reason uh, mm -hmm. for this, because uh, there simply wasn't enough material mm -hmm. written for clarinet, uh, piano, cello uh, combination. Mm -hmm. And that's how, how it, it started, the idea of, of expanding the group to include other instrumentalists mm -hmm. and in a way uh, making uh, friendships, new friendships through uh -huh. music or making music, music through friendship. Uh -huh. So Amici uh, is, not just the, is not the name of the trio so much as the practice of the yes, group. Yes, and the concept. Always and the way. concept. Yes. So, so the repertoire obviously expands enormously once you add to that infrastructure. Definitely. I mean, uh, it can expand as far as uh, Schubert, uh, the Schubert Octet. Right. Uh, and uh, or the over 25 pieces that Amici has commissioned over the years for the core uh, formation. Core or core plus, do they commission for both uh, or have they commissioned mostly for mostly core? Mostly for, for core. There have been some instances where it was core plus, uh -huh. but mostly it was for, because there is definitely a shortage for mm. this, for this uh, combination. And uh, this reminds me as well of, the, of the, what the Verder trio did for the clarinet violin piano okay. uh, combination. They commissioned and commissioned and they had over 100 pieces in their uh, existence. In the uh, repertoire. In the repertoire and they really enriched the library uh, for, this, uh, for this combination. So in terms of this coming season, um, is, is, there a, is there a commitment to one signature just for the core on every program or is that doesn't work uh, that way necessarily? Not necessarily. Not uh -huh. necessarily. In fact, uh, I don't know if we even have uh, any any pieces programmed for the for the core formation uh -huh. this year. So uh, that has never been uh, that is not a priority. It's not an obsession uh, to always do it. Uh, exactly. I understand. So um, so in the coming season, um, you you have a you have a lineup of Amici friends that you're bringing in for different concerts, and they don't repeat very much. The season, I noticed it was interesting from the brochure that um, they're different additional people each time. So it's, it's not going back to the same circle of one or two additional players each Is time. We emphasize on, on eclectic uh, mm -hmm. programming. And uh, this coming season, we have went even a step further, mm -hmm. uh, whereas where our guests or our 
new friends are not only musicians, but there is a chef, uh -huh. there is a visual artist, there is a food critic, there are the music critics in our second uh, program, mm -hmm. and there is a fashion designer. Uh -huh. So, uh, in a way, we're expanding our circle of uh, friends through our uh, series. So, um, bringing music into conjunction with other, with other arts. Arts, exactly. Uh, and culinary arts is the, is the focus of the first one. Yes. And, yes, and that's, we, we might as well go right, it's coming up this coming week, right? Not to, tomorrow one week. One week, yes. At the Glenn Gould Studio. Studio. Mm -hmm. And um, the name of the first one, Le it's Bon Cuisine. La Bon Cuisine. Uh -huh. It's inspired by the, the song cycle that Leonard Burstein wrote, right. uh, which is a group of four songs based on the lyrics of which are based on recipes of four different I don't uh, know the I don't know the songs. It's a very, very witty and, and uh, genius uh, work, actually. And the friend for that work is who? Uh, is Aline Kutan, okay. uh, soprano Aline Kutan. She was here for Queen of the Night Queen just the recently. Night. Yes, and uh, also about a couple of weeks ago, the CBC celebrated its 75th anniversary mm -hmm. at the Glengall Studio, and she also was there Sending. with the COC Orchestra. So uh, she's not, she is very famous for the Queen of the Night, yeah. but she's not only uh, that, and uh, she will really uh, show her other she, gets, sides she gets to well. show her other sides. In. Uh, so that, that particular piece is scored for what? For piano and voice. Piano and voice. Piano and voice. But okay. uh, of course, we also have uh, other pieces such as uh, the, the Shepherd on the Rock. Right. Uh, and also La Mero uh, from Mozart's uh, Il Repastore opera. It's the aria for, well, for piano, violin accompanying uh, the voice. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, she's one of the guests, of course. One, and who are the others? Uh, Marie Berard, the concertmaster yes. of the COC uh, Orchestra. Uh, she's going to join us for the Poulenc, uh, for Poulenc's L'Imitation au Chateau. It's okay. one of his works, which is not even published. Yeah. He wrote it as incidental music for, for a theater piece. And, and it's for what combination? It's for violin, clarinet, and piano. Okay. Yeah. So David sits out that one. Then. David sits out. <laughs> David sits out. Uh, but uh, he joins us for uh, for uh, La Revue, the mm -hmm. cuisine, which is by Martino, right. and it's for a bigger ensemble. It's for uh, bassoon, uh, trumpet, double bass, uh, cello, piano, uh, violin, and clarinet. It's mm. a bigger uh, ensemble, and it describes the goings on in a kitchen. <laughs> through different uh, dances, actually. There's Charleston in there, there's a tango, there is uh, different, through different dances. You can imagine what's going on in the kitchen for the tango, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's interesting question when one comes up with combinations of instruments, I, I, and I mean, I'm just speculating, but um, I wonder how often people composed because the ensemble knew the com you know how often were pieces for an eclectic assembly like of instruments like that because that's what the composer wanted to compose to or because that's what the commissioner wanted them to compose for or is this a relatively new phenomenon of the ensemble saying to the composer here's here are the ingredients now mm -hmm. come up with the recipe mm -hmm. 
Uh, it's an interesting question because as you go back in time, there are less and less works uh, which go out of the traditional norm of violin, cello, and piano, let's mm -hmm. say, a trio, or a quintet, yeah. string quartet. But, uh, I mean, as early as, uh, for example, Saint-Saëns with his, uh, with his uh, septet, mm -hmm. or uh, Schubert, of course, uh, with, uh, with the octet, mm -hmm. non-traditional. Uh, but as, I mean, with Martino, for example, and as, uh, I think it's, it becomes a more popular form of, of chamber music mm -hmm. uh, in the 20th uh, century. And it gets more and more interesting with the combination of instruments mm -hmm. combined. And I think, uh, yeah, there is, I think it's 50-50 between the commissioner uh, mm -hmm. wanting something uh, interesting, an interesting orchestra, or the composer coming up with uh, an interesting uh, mm -hmm. combination of instruments. So in the curatorial aspect of your job, when you're starting to put together a season that has a theme like, like this one does, where mm -hmm. four concerts, right? Mm -hmm. First concert, uh, culinary. Second concert in December critics. is critics. Um, yeah. Different kind of recipe. You've asked different critics to say... What this program want. would be, in, well, that's putting, the, the next thing would be to invite them as guests <laughs> so that one can throw stones at the stone throwers. Yeah. So the third concert then is... The fashion designer. Fashion, that's Rosemary Umetsu, yeah, who has worked with other, with other ensembles in terms of this concept of bringing fashion to... The, to the presentation yes, and yes, uh, yes. has a very interesting eye or ear, I'm not sure which to say, for fashion. I think his, her, her inspiration from the very beginning uh, has been classical artists. Really? You know, and that's how uh, her art of, of fashion design blossoms uh -huh. through them. And uh, I think oh, uh, I this, is an excellent, uh, this is really an excellent uh, collaboration. Uh, in fact, the piece that we have commissioned, mm -hmm. uh, especially for that concert by uh, Toronto composer Alice Hall, yes, uh, she actually wrote her piece inspired by Rosemary's art, uh, Rosemary's fashion uh, designs, and the piece is called Breath of Fire. Oh yeah, and uh, it's actually uh, inspired by uh, by the colors and the designs of, of Rosemary Umetsu. And that's a, that's a trio work, but not. But not, but not for the core trio. That's when I, I, uh, Joseph, I rest a bit. Joseph Petrich? Joseph Petrich joining accordion. the accordion. Joining the poor the man's the piano. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fine, he's a fine player. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the third one. And then the fourth one, somebody is actually painting on... Literally painting the music. Okay. Uh, we're going to do a very, very interesting piece. Uh, rarely performed by Janacek. It's mm -hmm. called uh, Capriccio. And it was written for left-hand piano, uh, accompanied by the by the winds, oh, yeah. by brass and uh, and woodwinds, and he actually, yeah, wrote it for somebody who had lost his uh, right arm in the in the war in the First World War. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's a it's a mesmerizing uh, piece. I didn't even know uh, about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, she's gonna literally paint the music. And the f in the first half, we have. Pieces such as uh, Piero Luner, experts right. from that, so the Debussy uh, cello sonata, uh, works which have a very close relationship to the visual arts. Very colored works that have a lot of color in them. Definitely. So in the, in the curatorial 
process. Um, I, I imagine sometimes a theme comes to the fore and then you say, okay, so who will the players be and what will the repertoire be? But that there must also be an aspect of these are people we really want to work with this year. What kind of, how much of it is building around the people that you want to work with from year to year and how much of it is, this is the theme, so these are the troops we need? Again, uh, the priorities uh, shift. Sometimes it's the piece and uh, sometimes it's the, the artists we really want to invite. For example, uh, for, uh, for the fashion concert, mm -hmm. uh, since we had chosen Chausson, uh, the, the concerto for violin and piano accompanied by string quartet, right. uh, I just imagined that it should be Lara St. John. Right. Okay. And it should be the, uh, the string quartet should be the Cecilia uh, string quartet. Right. Because uh, I think, by thinking of fashion, mm -hmm. beautiful women <laughs> on stage. Are, are they going to play standing? Well, it's such a long word. It is a long word. 50 yeah. minutes long, it would be. <laughs> All right, they can sing. Yeah, it would or be crying. Flat, flat heeled <laughs> shoes. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it, as I said, the. the uh, priorities uh, change, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's definitely sometimes the, the leading, uh, let's say, the priority would be the artist, and the, sometimes the priority would be the, the work or the theme. Of this whole season or of the concert? The individual concerts as well. Uh -huh. yeah. And this year, where the theme seems, did the overall theme arise from the individual themes, or was there more of a sense of this is the overall shape of the season that we... This year was rather uh, unique, actually, because mm -hmm. uh, in previous seasons, for example, we had a, we had a concert programmed around the theme of Levant, okay. of uh, the region what is the Middle East mm -hmm. today. And it was really interesting to go and investigate uh, pieces, first of all, by renowned composers mm -hmm. who were inspired by this region, by, by its religions, by its cultures, by the sounds mm -hmm. of its music, or uh, find out about composers who are lesser known, but they have produced music mm -hmm. which should be uh, heard. But for this season, uh, I really, we really wanted to go a step further. Mm -hmm. And uh, what better way to, to investigate things which are so necessary for the human being, like mm -hmm. food, like yeah. visual art, like reading newspapers Absolutely. about... Uh, so we went, uh, that's what I think. I think we went a step further. More of a unified mm. sense. Exactly. To the and the challenge was to find mm. music which justifies the cause of, of, the, yeah. of the themes of the, of the seasons, yeah. of the season. So f for this kind of, uh, this, the intimacy of scale, you couldn't do something like the painting or, the, or even the fashion in an 800 or 900 seat house. It seems to me that the scale of the Gould, of the Glen Gould studio is actually a very interesting part of, of the effectiveness of this kind of work. We've always liked the, the intimacy that the mm -hmm. Glen Gould studio uh, offers, uh, especially for, for chamber music generally, but especially for this type of mm -hmm. uh, theme for, for a season that we want. Uh, there's this connection 
to the audience that, mm -hmm. uh, as you said, I mean, in an 800-seat house, in a 1,000-seat yeah. house, it's more difficult uh, to, mm -hmm. to, to create that, uh, that connection mm -hmm. uh, to the audience. We really want the audience to really be part of the goings-on right. stage rather than establish this certain uh, distance, which is also good in yeah, its, in its uh, you know, in it some situations. Its sure. uh, but this inclusiveness mm -hmm. of, of the audience in the goings-on uh, on the stage is uh, very important, especially for this season. Right. It's an interesting thing in that room because it's part of it is the is the scale of the house, but part of it is is the the height of the the stage. Of the stage. You're if you're four rows back, you are you're already above the height of the wrists of the of the pianist. So there's a there's a lovely lovely close focus to mm -hmm. the place. And will you be using the will you be using the lobby areas? I'm imagining for this first one with the food components yes. that, that's utilizing the space to in that's its full capacity. I mean, it would have been a dream to actually to have part of the program play the, play the concert <laughs> while people are enjoying themselves eating the <laughs> eating yeah. and drinking. But uh, <laughs> I think we'll, as a first attempt, as we would be a bit more conservative and <laughs> use the use the lobby. As, uh, I, I think so. I think uh, audiences don't need any excuse for rudeness in our <laughs> day and age. Um, Okay, that's that's most of what I wanted to mm. ask you in terms of Amici, and and I wanted to also ask you, well, what else? Amici is not everything that you do. You mentioned, for example, that you, um, with Aline Kutan, that you your piano and voice, mm -hmm. and uh, as an accompanist, you do a lot of work, or a collaborative pianist is the phrase some would use. But you, well, I mean. Uh when uh, I mean, my wife is Isabel Barakdarian, yeah. so we do a lot uh, together. together. Uh, in fact, uh, this Friday, a couple of days before the Amici concert, okay. we're doing a concert in in Markham. Right, uh, that is the they're making a big push with oh yes. with that place oh yes, to I really up the intensity good, and good focus series, of their definitely. classical music. Yeah. So that's this Friday. This Friday, a couple of days. Before. And what's the repertoire for that one? Uh, we have uh, tried to uh, put a program together which uh, investigates songs written by uh, piano virtuosos or composers who have written also well for the piano. Okay. Uh, we start, I mean, celebrating the tw 200th anniversary of uh, Franz Liszt. We mm -hmm. start with his, uh, with his songs, mm -hmm. then I play uh, an etude by, uh, by Liszt. Uh, we have, for example, uh, Rossini, uh, she sings the Rosina Zaria. Right. Then I follow it up with a very virtuoso transcription of uh, Figaro's uh, Aria Largo et Factotum mm -hmm. uh, by uh, Ginsburg. It's a very good uh, transcription for a piano solo. We have a tango group of songs, but mm -hmm. I also play the Albanese Godowski transcription of, uh, of Albanese's uh, tango. So we really try to combine, mm, mix it up, mixing it up. Uh, I think it's uh, it's an interesting program. It's mm -hmm. uh, we've we haven't performed uh, these pieces before in in Toronto, right? So it will be a good premiere. Of, mm -hmm. of this type of. Uh, do you have any programs that you tour with her as recitals? Do you do you try to build in work together, or do you, t as 
part of, I mean, it's the question of musical families mm -hmm. is a very interesting one in terms of uh, seeking to work together, but also, you know, thank God, sometimes not working together at all, you know, because how does that work with you? Uh, I've always had a curious mind uh, of uh, trying to find, as I do in my work with Amici, trying to find uh, works which haven't had their place under the sun. Mm -hmm. you know, they, uh, and I really try to combine those relatively unknown works with the renowned, I mean, works by more renowned uh, composers. Mm -hmm. But the challenge there is to have a focus uh, right. in, the, in the program. I and mean, you can't just put, oh, you know, I'll just, I just like to present this, these works, but yeah. there, it has really no, no place in, the, in yeah. the program. That would not uh, work. So I'm very happy in my role as a, as a researcher, uh -huh. as uh, finding out uh, works or composers to present them in you, but also to have uh, a meaning. For example, a uh, couple of, uh, well, it's been four years actually, that we did this recording of the songs of Pauline Viardo uh, right. Garcia, uh, which won a Juno Award. Yeah. And it took a lot of research. I mean, I went as far as, as Paris to, to actually find some of her scores in, mm -hmm. the, in the National Library there. And it's very interesting because, for example, uh, her father, Manuel Garcia, was the first Figaro. Uh, he premiered actually the role of Figaro uh, in, in, in uh, Barbara of Seville for, for Rossini, uh, Rossini. Wow. And he was also a, a great voice uh, pedagogue, actually. Uh, so it was an interesting connection once we did, uh, and she was also very close to Frédéric Chopin. Actually, right. Chopin insisted that she sing and play. She was also a very good pianist mm -hmm. at his farewell uh, concert. Uh, so it was interesting once we did a program of Chopin, Rossini, mm -hmm. and Viardo. This and, and, but it's this not simply one after the other. One can find the connective con tissue. Exactly. In, in uh -huh. Exactly. And uh, of course, Viardo had very, very good transcriptions of some of uh, Chopin's mazurkas. She found words for them. And oh, yeah. the, the result is very charming actually. Uh -huh. And have you toured that program as a, oh, as yeah. a live program? We, we, we did that. Uh, we've done Viardo's songs a lot. All over. Huh? All over. Yeah. Do you have another such program in the, in the planning for the uh, two of you? Or? I have, I am, I rather keep it sure. uh, a secret, but, uh, but as I said, I, re I research, I really uh, enjoy that part of my, uh, my Mm -hmm. job, let's say, both for Amici, for solo repertoire, and for voice and piano. Uh -huh. And in terms of voice and piano, are there any other people you work with regularly as a collaborative pianist? Uh, not regularly, but of course I've, I've worked with uh, Russell Braun, yeah. um, uh, with Michael Schade. I'm mm -hmm. really looking forward to working with uh, Aline Kutan. She's mm -hmm. a great artist. I've had the chance to work with uh, Don Opshaw. Mm -hmm. uh, a uh, year ago, actually, when she visited Toronto, we did some Schubert songs, some uh, Golikov, some composition. Uh, I was Golikov. going to ask if there was a modern component, because she's a shining practitioner oh, yeah. of modern repertoire. And she's a champion, she champions the work of, of uh, Oswald Golikov, whom mm -hmm. I really is one of my idols, actually, of, of mm -hmm. the modern uh, composers. Uh, I enjoy working with, with uh, mm -hmm. artists, I mean, uh, to enjoy mm -hmm. new, new repertoire. 
And orchestrally, working as, as a pianist, do you maintain an active concerto schedule? Or uh, definitely. Does something have to give in the overall? Definitely. But mostly these past years, my activities as composers, a composer okay. have, have uh, taken over. I, I composed, actually, it was commissioned by the CBC. Mm -hmm. I composed a work for, uh, for Isabel, accompanied by the Manitoba Chamber Orchestra. Okay. Uh, they were just in town a couple of yes, weeks ago. Yeah? Yes, and right before that, actually, we were in Banff premiering uh, my work. Okay. Uh, we did a couple of performances, in one in, Manito one in Winnipeg and one in uh, Banff, mm -hmm. which was actually broadcast, li uh, not live, but it was taped for the, for the CBC. Right. And uh, this will be recorded uh, on, a, on a CD. It's, it's an interesting, again, it's an interesting... Uh, the, the piece itself is about, uh, it's inspired by women troubadours who lived in the, in the medieval uh, times. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't even know that it, they existed. They existed for about 50 years because that's when the women felt very liberated because the men were gone on the crusades. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they felt very free to, to you know, to, to compose, to sing, to perform. So are and we talking contemporaneous with Hildegard von Bingen right or after, right after? Right that? after, because these are women, uh, troubadours who wrote uh, not sacred music. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, it was, and very, some of the lyrics are very open and very free. For, for their times, and uh, it was it's a, it's a about a thirty minute work hmm. inspired by uh, by uh, medieval troubadour uh, music, and um, we're going to record. And I'm we're hoping to do a big tour of North America with a program inspired again uh, by by uh, by troubadour uh, music. And you say we the Manitoba Chamber with the Manitoba Chamber accompanying uh, Isabel. Oh, okay. So this is all interesting. You're a busy man. It's yeah, good I, thing. I like to keep. Uh, I think because I'd be bored if I would do only uh, one thing, and mm -hmm. uh, I've always tried to uh, do my best in what I can do my best in, mm -hmm. and that has been my my motto in a way. And your canvas is getting larger by the sound of yes. it. Yes, again, quality being a priority. If, if I see that. I'm not going to do a good job at, at one thing. I, mm. I just leave it, you know, and I concentrate on things that I believe that I can contribute. So Amici provides an opportunity to actually bring so many different aspects of it into one chamber, so to speak. Definitely. Very interesting. Thank you so much. This Thank has you. been interesting. Thank you.